Hi, I'm Dan. And I'm James. And welcome to the Cornwall Property Podcast, where every week we bring you the latest news, hot topics and guidance around the Cornwall property market. Stay tuned to be informed, inspired and to have any of your property-related questions answered by trusted local property professionals. Welcome back. I'm Dan. I'm James. And this is the Cornwall Property Podcast, and this is episode 58. Wow. Yeah, big wow. Um, So this is our market update episode, so thank you for those who are joining us once again, and uh, regular listeners. We're getting lots of lovely messages and feedback, and uh, the subscribers are continually going up, which is a massive, massive appreciated uh, appreciation from us, because uh, it means that people are actually listening. (laughs) It does help. It does help. Uh, It's not just James pretending to listen to me. It's actually people are listening. Um, So again, this is our market update episode. We come to you every week with property information updates um, opportunities for you guys to get involved with property particularly uh, in here down here in Cornwall and uh, with the whole, whole aim is trying to bridge that gap with the uh, the housing crisis absolutely because there's huge amounts of opportunity and remember that you can get in contact with us by going onto our social media platforms such as Facebook and Instagram or alternatively you can send us an email on podcast at cl-property.com but without you guys we wouldn't be able to have the show so thank you for all your support exactly that so we've got four articles that we want to share with you this week and uh, then we'll give you our picks of the week so two resident well a residential and a commercial property that's currently live on the market down here in Cornwall which may be an opportunity for you to to invest get in get involved with the property and bring some housing to the market and hopefully make yourself a little bit of money as well so james i'm going to throw over to you on this normally it's me going first but your one of your articles is really relevant to actually one of mine so if you go far away of your uh, your update on the base rate absolutely well no surprises here i think people kind of seeing it coming although we know through previous episodes that mortgage rates have actually come down it's been quite good but we know that's always dictated by the base rate so it's no surprises that this week uh, the bank of england pushes base rate up to four percent and this is the highest rate that we have seen in 14 years which again with the problem with inflation is not particularly great but um yeah, it's uh, an article that I found on mortgagestrategy.co.uk, which is always very, very good uh, for various um, articles. And it went on to explain that it's hard to understand how the government's quest for growth can be squared with these ridiculous and all too regular jumps in bank rate. The two are totally at odds with each other. And today's announcement is, sorry, this would have been obviously earlier on in the week when this uh, headline came in, is further confirmation that Andrew Bailey's hand doesn't know what Jeremy Hunt is doing. He continues. The economy needs a a boost, as does the housing market, and this obvious confusion amongst our so-called leaders is doing nothing to drag us back to being an economic leader in the world. We're in danger of becoming a global white elephant economically, and it's frankly embarrassing. So there's a lot of stigma at the moment that people are just not being able to afford, you know, mortgages at the moment, at the best of times. We all know why the base rate keeps on going up because we're trying to curb inflation. But it's got to a point now where it's gone up once again, 4%. And the article also goes on to explain that they don't think that that's going to be it for this year either. I think people are sort of starting to say it's going to top out about 4.5%. But as we've discussed in previous episodes with the stress testing and everything like that, like people just can't afford these mortgages and they've just got no hope uh, to get onto the housing ladder. Uh, and it's just, you know, what are people going to do? Dan, thoughts on it? And that's it. And and as we kind of reiterate is the lenders, that their business is lending. So if they start making the, the requirements more stringent to actually past the lending criteria then they're not going to be able to lend so what's going to happen maybe it's going to be a start where lenders start becoming a little less strict on the criteria perhaps 
Um, it'll be interesting to, to see where we end up, but yeah, prices, affordability is going through the roof and um, it, it all just follows in the same route really, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, as, as we've sort of seen in the past, um, you know, year rates have gone from like 4% to 5% to 6%, sometimes even 7% on mortgages. So if you know that the base rate's as it is this week at 4% and, you know, lenders are trying to make 2%, uh, you know, make their money. It might just have to be, look, there's one option. They drop the rates um, and they make maybe not 2% anymore. They're going to have to make maybe 1% or one2 or 1.5% or what do they do? Shut up shop and they don't have a business. So I I think it's not necessarily a bad thing and it means that all the rates are going to go up because they know people just can't um, afford it at the moment. And again, through previous episodes, we've had like, there's just not enough lending going on. Um, So I I think they're going to be forced to drop rates again, which is the direction that I think we need to go down. It's almost like we planned this because my chosen article is regarding uh, a very common, popular, well-known lender called Oldermore. We actually have uh, one product, one mortgage with Oldermore in one of our uh, properties. And the article that I've got here, and again, all the article note um, links to the articles are on the show notes. So if you want to read yourself, please do uh, find those links on the show notes. But um, yeah, I'm looking at Oldermore because they've actually announced this week that they're doing a limited edition run of reduced fixed rate mortgages. And that's across not only buy to let, but owner-occupied mortgages as well. So Oldermore have announced that a limited run of fixed uh, mortgage rates. And this is basically going to follow after the um, the January, mid-January rates that we saw basically they were they're starting to come down so they're starting to get a bit more appetite to lend which is good but as you can see here it's not just buy to let they are appreciating that they need to blanket a little bit more of that market and they're actually going for owner occupiers as well so the article here says it follows an early rate reduction from old more in mid-january highlighting the bank's commitment to offering good value to a wide range of borrowers the new limited edition rate reductions are up to 0.75 percent for landlords and up to 0.97 percent for owner occupiers so they're dropping it almost by three quarters of a percent massive yeah which is a big big figure when you when you look at what's happening actually in the market as james has just mentioned and then if you're uh, actually trying to get a mortgage for your own home it's almost a percent discount um that they're trying to offer so which which for people who are trying to buy houses you know, on the stress test for the time really sorry your salary and your outgoing just don't meet it that that half a percent they're, they're not stupid it's almost like a a sale isn't it right, okay well, so exactly it. we can't actually lend you anymore so let's actually drop our criteria and let's drop the rates down uh, can you fit now but the good thing is that, well as we've mentioned previously is when one does it they generally all kind of follow suit because they need to be in there. Yeah, they've got to be Definitely. in it to win it. So yeah. um, just to give you some figures so you get an idea exactly what sort of fees we're looking at here or prices we're looking at here. So buy select product range, the individual landlords and company landlords with single residential investment properties. So uh, for example, last portfolio, uh, if you've got a, a residential property a, a, that you're trying to get a mortgage on, they would give you up to 75% loan to value and that will give five year fixed at 5.54%. As a 1. 1.5 introduction fee um or arrangement fee for that but again 5.54 percent so that's a that's a drop of 0.75 percent from what it was previously to buy to let, i think that's quite reasonable yeah the, in today's market it seems to be the case isn't it uh, mm. multi-property individual so that was if you're a first-time landlord but if you've got a few properties and like uh, for example we would then uh, go with this one it is slightly better because it's slightly risk less risk they would see it as um and they would offer a 5.44 percent um rate as again on a five-year fix at 75 percent loan to value so when you look at this is you look at the end value of the property and once mm-hmm. you've done your refurbishment if you're trying to add some value you would get 75 percent 
of that end value. So you can work back that way. That's kind of how you can recycle your money and go again. But we can go uh, over that a little bit more if um, you'd like to ask some questions on that, by all means. Residential owners. So if you've got your own house and you're looking to remortgage your own house and it's coming up for renewal and you want to try and fix yourself in, they're offering a two-year fixed. Again, 75% loan to value. So you've actually got to put a bit of skin in the game on this. Um, it's quite a low loan to value um, percentage when it's your own residential. But they're still offering 5.49% uh, for a two-year fix, and they're offering the same percentage for a five-year fix. So you've got a bit of a decision there to make, um, whether you want to fix it for longer or not, where do you see the market going? But um, again, there's some, some reductions there, which Absolutely. is, I think, encouraging to see. Yeah, uh, and I think, again, as we always say, don't always believe what you see in the press. I mean, obviously, this is a fact. The base rate has gone up to 4%. But it doesn't necessarily mean that the mortgage rates are going up and following suit because we all know they're not going to have a business. So, you know, I think it's going to be quite interesting to see where we are in March. And uh, as you say, if one does it, the rest, it's, it's good for the industry. because mm. There's no better time to have a, have your, a really good relationship with that with your broker. Because 100%. they are going to be fingers on the pulse constantly. So just yeah. keep in touch. I know James does that part of the business for ourselves. And um daily speaking with your broker because it's changing so so quick yeah. all the time get them to do the hard work for you because it's uh you know this can mean getting the mortgage or not so give it to a professional yeah so on the topic of kind of affordability and the cost of living these days my second article is uh, is actually looking at the green homes and this is an article that nat west have um, released and it's quarter of how households hit breaks on green homes so obviously they were trying to encourage people to go green spend some money on their property bring their epc ratings up improve them make them more energy efficient but nat west is saying that actually a lot of homeowners now are they can't afford to do this Mm -hmm. so the article goes on more than a quarter of homeowners are less likely to move forward and towards a greener home in the over the coming year um, this is mainly down to the cost of living crisis, causing households to hit the brakes on these sort of moves. Now, the report says 26% of homeowners say that the rise of cost of living has made them less likely to implement energy efficiency measures over the next 12 months, which, depending on what those energy efficiency measures are, sure. is kind of contradictory as well, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. if you, you're struggling for money, you want to be saving your money. But in order to save money on your energy, you've got to kind of improve your, your property. But you haven't got that money. It's that, that whole catch-22. You can't improve your situation without spending some money, but you haven't got the money to spend to improve your situation. Yeah. So it's that vicious cycle. And it adds the proportion of homeowners planning to make green improvements to their properties over the period over the period this year has fallen um, to 22%. Now, that's that's quite a drop, but at the same time, it's not massive. When you start actually looking at those figures, this is a 22% as opposed to 24% um, from last year as well. So again, the sort of figures, what the sort of things they're kind of referring to here. Um Reports point out that households are attempting to save money on energy bills. 64% of homes are trying to minimise home energy use. Um, now, the most common energy habit that people are trying to take action and avoid is trying to overfill the kettle. Nice, simple thing there. Um, that was one of the most common energy-saving topics and, and, and tactics, would you say, from 48% of households that were questioned. Many reported turning uh, down heating, with almost half of people saying that was one of their um, best options to saving some money. And uh, 37 other people asked actually said they've gone as far as just literally turn all the heating off, which obviously we know we've had a cold winter. That's quite concerning, but unfortunately that's that's the way we're, that's the that's the situation we're in these days, isn't it? It is, you know, it's big time, especially with the cost of living at the moment. I think, uh, yeah, my uh, these are all quite nicely interwoven with one another. Because if you're right with me, Dan, to move mm. on to my uh, final headline, and I read this and I sort of thought. 
you know, is this good? It's definitely not. And it's just showing that we've heard so much in the last year about the cost of living with gas and electric, everything going out of the, uh, the conflict uh, with uh, Russia and Ukraine. And it's like, yeah, God, no, people are really feeling the pinch. And, you know, some days I'm thinking, I'm actually, we're okay at the moment as a family. We're, we're doing all right. But some families out there, you know, are they really struggling that bad? And I think this next headline really sort of brings us home. And mine was, again, uh, on Mortgage Strategy, um, on an article that was done by reallymoving.co.uk and it said get ready for this quarter of movers downsized in 2022 so the people that were moving house for whatever reason a quarter of them was because they were downsizing and that isn't because you know they're retiring these are families and it went on to say that Almost a quarter of homeowners downsized last year, pushed by the record energy bills and rising energy costs uh, from rally moving shows. Downsizers made up 17% of all movers last January, rising steadily throughout the year to account for 24% of all moves by December, says the home viewing website. Households that downsized are defined as those moving to a home with fewer bedrooms than the one that they are currently living in. Um, So it's for, you know, families that maybe have a spare room, they may be having more children, they may not. But just because they're having to heat that extra room or it's a bigger house, they just want to downsize to actually make ends meet. Um, The report says, while homeowners have historically chosen to remain in family homes for as long as possible to avoid the cost of moving and stamp duty bills, which are pretty heavy Mm -hmm. anyway, as we know, record energy prices and inflationary pressures are encouraging them to reassess. So families are choosing to live in a smaller house. And Dan, you're a family man. I'm a family man. I know what it's like, you know, having to downsize is normally the opposite way that you go with the family trying to get a bigger house you know have more room and freedom but this just shows the real you know the truth of families that are suffering out there mm. a quarter of all movers are doing it to downsize because of energy prices i think that's yeah that says something i think that kind of creates a bit of a bottleneck as well doesn't it because you've got families young families that are wanting to step up on the, the ladder where they can they're going to be going for maybe a three-bed house as opposed to a two, because they've maybe got two kids. But then you've got those that, as you say, trying to downsize. Now they're going to be perhaps in a better financial position. So they're then going to downsize into that kind of pool of three beds, maybe again, which means there's not many available. So if there's not many available, people can't move. And you need movement in the the ladder or in the chain of properties in order to just keep that, that, the whole cycle moving don't you you need people to be increasing going up the ladder because if you've got if you just imagine a visually visually metaphorically you've got a whole ladder you've got people you need people to get up to the top of the Mm. ladder to so it keeps flow but if you've got people now trying to come down this ladder as you're trying to move up the ladder it just bottlenecks and you've got a a stagnant section of the ladder so it's kind of like yeah it's 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 concerning but it's it's no surprises, is it? No, that's it. And, you know, I think in Cornwall, as we know, there is a, there is a lack of housing stock exactly. here. And, you know, if you can't make ends meet and you do need to downsize, uh, does that mean that there's stock for you to downsize to? There's nothing you know, nothing for you to buy. So what do you do? You know you can't afford it at the moment. It's, uh, yeah, it's, again, it's very, very... Um, interesting times and you know i just hope that we see some you know drops you know i know fuel's coming down at the moment but it just with uh, gas and uh, electric it just doesn't seem to be giving at the moment but we can only watch and see that's it and if you're in a fortunate position that you've maybe got some investment cash or something at the side that you want to invest well property as we've always been drumming on is such a good method of investment in terms of a long a long-term investment uh, which brings us on to then our picks of the week so 
Dan, I, myself, I have picked a commercial property. So if you're viewing this on, on YouTube, you can see this in real time. I'll scroll through it now. Um, if you're listening on Audible, um, either on Spotify or your, your chosen podcast app, then you can access the links to these properties on the show notes. So first of all, my commercial property, it grabbed my attention because I quite like these uh, these these old church type of properties because they're just so spacious normally. And they normally come with a little bit of land. But um, this is in Jacobstow, uh, down in Bude, or up in Bude, shall I say. And the, the price kind of grabbed me as soon as I saw it. I was like, ooh, ooh, that's cheap. So this is an old Methodist church. It's on as a guide price of £45,000. So, oh, again, if you look at the pictures, nice, spacious, open. Only single story. Some outbuildings. But you'll see as well, you get the idea of the, the sort of footprint you can play with um, with this as well. So, again, nice opportunity, but £45,000. Crikey, that's... Uh, that's good. But when you start then actually looking into it, it's an auction. So obviously with any auction, is a is a kind of like a, a hook. hook, as James would say. Yeah, <clears throat> it's a hook to get you in there. But the rules are they can't go and cr- put in some crazy reserve. The reserve has to be within 10% of that hook price. So you could get yourself a quite a nice property, cheap property here, and a great mm. opportunity to invest, obviously subject to planning. You could change this to residential, um, convert it, and... Again, that's a, some more homes for Cornwall and potentially some good money to be made as well. So just to give you a f- bit more information, this is on with Kivels in Launceston and it's uh, the, the key <coughs> features mentioned are uh, pretty detached former Methodist church, potential for conversion, subject to planning consent being obtained. It's got rendered walls, arched windows, slate roof, area of land for the garden at the rear. Hopefully there's no gravestones in there because that would be <laughs> pretty freaky. Um, and uh, yeah, it's in, a, it's in a great location just beside the A39, so you've got good access in and out, and uh, yeah, just thought it would be gone there. So it's actually going to be um, on for sale at the auction on Wednesday 22nd of March, but again, with any auction, it's there's always opportunity to get a deal over the line prior. That would be my advice if you are seriously interested. Absolutely, and as with all of these types of properties with auctions, you know, that is normally the, uh, the full sales pack, so do your due diligence, and if you're not sure, get some help from a professional, especially with a church uh, conversion, just so you're not uh, having, you know, any nasties that are hidden. But yeah, looks like a lot of space and a decent property, and one that is, is empty and could be bought back to the market, so exactly that. that's pretty good. What have you got? I have got a two-bedroom house uh, with one bathroom, semi-detached. Uh, this is on with uh, Mathers, and this is in uh, Mullion, a nice part of Cornwall. Uh, to me, this looks relatively easy. It's a full renovation. Uh, for the viewers who are having a look at this, you can see that uh, there's some funky wallpaper going on. But generally, decent shell. There's no Mundick or anything like that. And I think there's a good opportunity to have a pretty straightforward refurb with this very very dated that's what we like uh it's obviously it means uh, opportunity to add value but i think it's a decent price for that area which is quite respectable uh it's on at 202,500 quite a specific number there and uh yeah i think there's a really good opportunity here to um add value and it would you know it's been empty now uh for two years uh, as you can probably see by a lot of the uh the damp in there but it's you know it's a good property it's got a small front garden and it's got a very very large um garden uh out the back that is just crying out to be landscape really but you know as we always harp on about these these are the properties that are unencumbered you know there's a housing crisis this is perfect and i'd love to you know encourage investment on this one um not massive but still it's it's a family home in the making i feel for sure um, do you think dan yeah no i like it i like it a lot um and in 
interestingly, if I just quickly try and refresh this now, um, I just had a little pop-up here because there it is. So if you're viewing on YouTube, you can see I've got the home uh, property price tracker on uh, an app, basically. So it's property tracker. And I can see here by floating over this arrow here that um, there's been a price reduction. Um, it was originally up. So it looks like they're motivated because this is reduced um, within a month, which... Mm. That shows there's some motivation here with the seller. So it was on uh, 210,000. That was first listed on the 5th of January. Um, at the time of looking at this, we're looking at it on the 3rd of uh, February. And this is now been, well, 202,500. So mm. there's a drop there. And um, obviously, they're, they're keen. They're eager. They want to do some business here. So that might be an opportunity for you to get yourself a bargain. Absolutely. So, yeah. Excellent stuff. Well, guys, that brings us to the close of today's episode. And uh, thank you, as always, for joining us and for listening. And, uh, yeah, we look forward to, to hearing and sharing more with you next week. Absolutely. And just remember that you can get in contact with us on Facebook and also on Instagram as well. Or you can drop us an email on podcast at cl-property.com. But uh, as always, thank you very much for supporting the show. And uh, it's been another great episode. That's bye from me. Bye from me.